Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we are going to talk about the four shows we have been talking about. We're going to talk about The Challenge, The Bachelor, The Traders, and Vanderpump Rules. Um, Abby is not here right now, but she should be joining us here in just a little bit. So me and Michelle are going to go ahead and get started with talking to you guys about this week's episode of The Challenge. Um, Who was your MVP, Michelle? So I put Norris for my MVP, but then I also gave an honorable mention to Berna for winning the daily thing. I can see that. Berna, yeah. I, I agree I her, her personality, but I was like, wow, she actually did a good job. So I, I gave it to her. Um, I, I, I feel like the reason why I didn't give her an MVP or an MVP honorable mention is because she seemed to be the only girl that wasn't on board with the all-girls final or mm-hmm. mostly girls final. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why. I don't know. That would have been... Um, I don't know. It would have been fun to see, I guess. But I, I know Mariah said on the podcast that there would be one more spot for a guy if all of the girls made it. And mm-hmm. um, that that a lot of them were going to wanting to take um, James because they thought he could they could beat him. <laughs> Mariah said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK, that's funny. But I also gave my MVP to Nerys because, um, I mean, she obviously just had, like, a really dominant um, episode. Not even just elimination, but the whole episode, I mean, she did um, really well. She came in guns a-blazing after her elimination, upset at people, not really caring. Like, just, like, saying, like, fuck everybody, basically. And then performing, of course, she didn't win the daily challenge, but she was one of two girls that made the winning bracket. She did a really good job. Um, and then, of course, the the elimination. She just stole the whole episode. I like how they tried to ask her, like, what what was the elimination like? I forget what they call it, but what was the elimination like? And she was like, I'm not telling you guys anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that, yeah, Norris is just, she has solidified herself, in my, in my opinion, as someone who I want to see back on the show. Like, she, she's, she is a challenger in my eyes. Yep, I agree. Um, I gave my LVP to Michelle um, for, I mean, just not having a good performance, getting eliminated, um kind of being the 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 person who could get eliminated that could affect things you know as far as like this like all girls final if michelle was still there she's like the only person who could have potentially talked to berna and um made that happen or at least it would be much more likely if michelle was there so i think that a lot of things fell apart because michelle left um so, yeah, she had my LVP. And then I gave an LVP honorable mention to to Jay for um, for the Norris situation. 
Yeah, that's who I gave my LVP was Jay. Exactly for that reason. Did you have any quotes this episode? Uh, oh, you know who I also, I did an honorable mention LVP to Colleen, just because she, like, kind of what you're saying about Berna, like, she was not for the all-girl final, and she, like, tried to stir things up with Narice, and then she totally just got eaten up by Narice, so that was my honorable mention LVP. It's amazing that this is a group that is going into the final. It's ridiculous. So, like, I don't know. I was thinking about it, and they're so lucky Narice is in this final because I would not have watched if it was Michelle. I would not have watched this final. This, you know, mm-hmm. if it was Olivia, I would not have. If it was James, I would not have watched this final. I would have told you I can't watch this. There are a lot of people who just kind of coasted. Yeah. And they say I've I've been seeing a lot of them on Twitter saying about. Um, like, oh, well, that just means that we have a good social game, but, like, yeah, but the thing is, is that you can't, it, it can't be that you are making all these strategic moves as far as, like, having a good social game because then they would be showing us it, and they're not. So that means that all it is is another vacation alliance who's, like, kumbaya, and that is why. You're coasting to the end. Not because of any social game as far as strategic moves go, which is kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, like, what is so strategic about ganging up on the same person every single week? Like, how many times did Kylan have to go in? Like, it's not strategic to me. Or Big T. Yeah, it's not strategic to me. All right. I I can't stand them. I can't stand, like... I, I don't I find this alliance so annoying. They rival the vacation alliance for how annoying they are. Um, I did give Berna a quote. Um, she said, Michelle put Olivia in the situation to betray her friends. It shows me a lot about Michelle. I won't betray my friends. I don't like that you put your friends in this situation. So she's like starting to see a different side of, of Michelle here. And yeah. um, yeah, I thought that was a great great quote yeah michelle put herself in a bad position because she was supposed to be everyone's number one and then it got down to all the people that were her number ones and she couldn't do anything she was screwed either way so yeah um and then i had two quotes from narice one narice says i truly don't care to have a conversation with berna i'm not kissing anybody's ass and then she also says, Karma comes back really fast. And this time her name was Nurice. Yeah, I had one from Nurice. That was my quote. Uh, it's it was, feel, feels great to make all you fuckers eat your words. That was my quote from Nurice. I like all, all her rants were my, I couldn't write them all down, but they were all great. Yeah. She mean, like I said, when I gave her my MVP, she just had a completely dominant episode, like from start to finish. Queen Nerys. Now, yeah, absolutely. And I think she just absolutely tore Jay to shreds and he deserved he deserved every second. Even TJ looked at Jay with disgust. Like, come on. No need to do that fake song and dance last week if this is what you were going to pull this week. Mm hmm. Yeah. Completely agree. And 
TJ doesn't usually like side with people too often. So I, that kind of said a lot to me. So who do we have left here? We have after the elimination, um, when James and Olivia go home, we now have Narice, Jay, Berna, Corey, Colleen, Emmanuel, and Mariah. Yep. I think that I would have liked both Mariah and James a lot better if they would have ended up siding with the other side and been like with Zara and yep. with Emmanuel, or not Emmanuel. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But with Horacio and Kyland and Narice, then I think I would have liked them much better and I would be like excited for Mariah getting to the, I mean, I am excited for Mariah getting to the final, but she's one of the few that um, I'm happier here. I guess maybe Corey, he was on the bottom for the beginning of the season and to pull himself up and to be in a good pol- political position. I guess he is somebody who maybe did improve his social game throughout the season. Um, so Narice, Corey, and Mariah, I guess would be my top three, um, going into this final. How about you? Oh, wow. I don't have it. I only like Narice. I can't like Corey. Maybe I could have let slip in, but the way he's acting on social media is so annoying to me that no, uh, Colleen, I thought was just like a little rat all season long. Jay, no. Emmanuel, was he even on the season? Like, he did nothing. Berna, whatever. Like, no, the only one I'm rooting for is Maurice. I can't even give you a top. I don't like Mariah either. I can't even give you a top three. Let's go, Norris. I mean, she's yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny, though. Yeah, no, I mean, the others... <sighs> Emmanuel J. Imagine if J became a challenge champion. I mean, I hope he does because he's never going to do well on the show ever again after how he acted this time. Everyone saw how horrible he was. I agree. I totally agree. And I think even, you know, speaking of quotes, I think even Michelle, when she got eliminated, she's like, I think this is my only chance to win because all the veterans came in here and hate me. Yeah. She pretty much said it like it said a little different terms, but that was the gist yeah, of what she was saying. Like after Cara and Laurel, yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, no, that's true. And I think Jay's in the same boat there. I think this was the chance to win, so let's see if he can do it. Well, I personally hope that he does not win. Um, I think he's been on his high horse all season and he needs to be knocked off of it. So, I- <laughs> yeah. For sure. How many how many freaking episodes are left? Is it just two or is it are you gonna drag it out to three? It's a three episode final, I heard. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. I never find the final yeah. that it's so like, boring to me. Okay. So there's three more episodes in the final, then there will be a reunion that's probably two parts. So yeah. that's five more weeks. And then, so I would say week six, and we're six weeks out from All-Stars is my guess. Okay. So I bet that means that there's not a Super Bowl promo. That's kind of far out. I bet they wait for the reunion. I mean, 
I would be really surprised if they do a Super Bowl promo for the challenge, but that would be really cool if they did because that would show they really care about it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they've done it before. Didn't they do it for like Spies, Lies, and Allies or a season like that? Oh, I don't remember. I think they did. Oh, okay. So it's not unprecedented. Okay. Um. Okay, so... Any final thoughts about the challenge before we move on? No, you just like deflated me telling me there's a three episode final. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm not excited for that at all either. I that's a lot. Um two parts is plenty if you have to do that. Um yeah. Okay, so do you want to talk about the traders next? Sure. Okay, so I gave my MVP to Peter. Um, is it, did you do that? Uh, I don't know. Let me think. I, I didn't. I didn't write one down. I had, I need to think. Okay, um, I gave mine to Peter because he literally survived this episode when I thought there was no way after he turned down being a traitor. Which, by the way, uh, turned down being a traitor. So, uh, good on Brent for being the only one that thought he was going to. Oh, I texted Swaza. I go, Brent was right. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to him about the episode. I was like, Brent was right. Oh my god. You know what? I didn't. I didn't tell you guys this, but I was listening to Janelle on a podcast. I think it was Johnny Fairplay's podcast, and she was like, "Peter is a faithful through and through." Like, I don't know why Parvati's trying to recruit him, and then I realized I'm like. He's not going to accept like she was like hinting that he's not going to accept. Yeah, that's so but I wasn't that surprised when I was watching it because I had heard that podcast before. If I didn't hear that podcast before, I would have been really surprised. Gotcha. Well, I thought that I mean, obviously, everybody thinks that he's going to get murdered like right away. And he somehow was able to survive this this next murder. So um, that I mean, yeah, yeah, go Peter MVP. A lot of people have turned on him. I didn't, but a lot of people have turned on him. Did you see that on social media? Why? Why are they turning on him? They don't like his alliance, the Peter Pals. Oh, well, I like his alliance. I saw a lot. Obviously, it has Trishal and Janelle in it. Yeah, I know. I like his alliance. <laughs> but I saw a lot of tweets being like... uh I uh, Peter was great for one episode. I never turned on someone so quick. Like a lot of people turned on him this episode. Well, that's a bummer. Well, hopefully he gains him back next week because I love Peter. Let's go, Peter. Um, I like him too, and I I like his alliance. Sorry, I don't know why. I, I like John. I think John is freaking hilarious. I do think Michelle um, is gonna get murdered, though. I'm scared for her. I'm really scared. Oh, Chiselle? yeah. And an LVP honorable mention to CT for not saving Trishel. See, you know what? I'm going to rock your world because I was when we were talking, I said, I think I'm going to give my MVP to CT because he's in with both sides. Not only is he on the gamer's side um, and when Sandra was doing the pool balls, counting the numbers, he wasn't on that. He went to Peter and said, hey, just so you know, your name's out there. So he's kind of in good with Peter, too. And um, Phaedra saved him when Phaedra didn't even need to save him. 
um, because she was going to be deciding who was going to get murdered anyway, right? So she didn't really need to save him, but she still went out on the limb and saved him instead of the Bravo people. She picked CT over the Bravo people, and yeah. then he picked John. So he's like, he still picked from the Faithfuls alive. So he's kind of in good with everybody. And I didn't like they didn't pick Trishel. I totally agree with you there. But I think for how what place he's in in the game, I have to give him MVP. Yeah. And then I was dead at his apology to her where she was like, do you think he's smarter than me? And she, he essentially was like, oh, yeah, I think he's like really valuable in this game. <laughs> I'm like, CT is not apologizing for this. I gave my LVP to Sandra because she's like so incredibly wrong about Peter. And yeah, she just, right. like balls to the wall about it too. Oh, I know. Yeah. Who is your LVP? Uh, I think I'm going to give it to Parv because she was so upset that Phaedra didn't pick her to be safe. Who cares? You're not at risk for going home. Why are you so upset about that? And I still think like she has a lot of eyes on her and I don't see her making it much further. Yeah, I agree with that. I think she's definitely going to get banished soon. There are way too many people that are, are on to her. And um, part of the reason why I think that if Trishel has let on at all that she is on to Phaedra, I think that's part of the reason why um, she'll be murdered. Um, yeah, she is like one of the few that is on to everybody at this point. Yeah. Um. Although I have to give Parv credit, like she did a couple things in the episode I thought were great. Like she was really good in that challenge. By the way, they did this challenge in UK, and the UK version was so much better. I thought they were so lazy with the questions on this one. It was like, what does the sign in the kitchen say? It was like, like just lazy questions. The one in the UK, there were like um, puns and world word puzzles where you, if you sat there for a second, you could try to figure it out, right? Like there was some sort of like, it's not like, do you remember the sign in the kitchen or not? The, the questions for UK were like word puzzles and like really smart riddle type things. And I thought they were really fun and good. And I was disappointed with the way they did this challenge because it wasn't as fun. It was just like memory based. That is disappointing, especially when it like kind of gives everybody a more even playing field. I mean, not that like people can't remember things. I mean, obviously they can, but um, also if you're a housewife and you're not a gamer, if you will, then you're not looking and paying attention to like oh is there a sun or a moon in the middle of this right exactly exactly and i would have i would have never guessed it was moon right i never would have guessed that because it like the the way the design of the table is it looks like it should have been that starburst thing right mm -hmm. so i didn't i didn't love the way they did the questions i want to go back and watch the uk one because the questions there were so smart and so good and like people were still getting them wrong but at least you had a chance to like look at it and figure it out so it was really fun yeah wow that's that's interesting it's really interesting to hear your perspective in particular since you've like watched all these other versions and what you think about the way that the u.s one is doing it in general do you think that we kind of fall short most of the time no, I mean, until, until this episode, it was like kind of following the same challenges. They did the same poison thing. And I, I was like, oh, this is really good. Like, it's I don't mind that some people don't like the same challenges, but I, I didn't mind that. 
But then this one, when they changed the questions around, it's funny because I think the first question was the same exact first question about what is the woods, the name of the woods. But then the other questions were different. And then they didn't do the safety chain on the UK version. And I thought I didn't like the safety chain thing at all. Like it killed that totally killed the momentum for me. But I know they had to do it because they got to stretch things out because Peter didn't accept um, being recruited. And they kind of got to time the eliminations and banishments and murders. Yeah. So I guess they just that was like a backup plan in case that's what happened. That's yeah. And I, 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 I'm on the opposite side of you. I kind of did like the, the safety chain, um, just because it was different. And also, I mean, we, we're kind of seeing that on, um, the challenge right now in, in the selection that they're doing. So I thought it was interesting to kind of like compare the two, if you will, um, because we haven't seen that on the traders yet. They did it on Squid Game, too, and it, like, totally changed the game when they did it on Squid Game. It was very intense. Well, and just one person doing something differently than what, you know, like, the majority wants to do just completely can, like, mess up everything. Like, I, I've heard um, multiple people on podcasts talking about this last selection on the challenge and how, like, Norris was supposed to be safe. But um, for whatever reason, you know, that didn't that didn't end up happening. Right. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I didn't like that. CT didn't pick Trishel, but Phaedra, um, like you said, picked CT. And that was one of my quotes, actually. CT said, um, if Phaedra wants to light my torch, I mean, I'm not going to say no. And then he says, like, feel a toasty over here, which, like, it was the same confessional that he said them, but um, kind of two different vibes, because I feel like there's, like, a little bit of tension between CT and Phaedra, maybe. maybe. They're they're definitely flirting, but they're both kind of, I can see it, because they're both kind of flirts, so it made sense. Yeah. It's fun. I like it. Now, okay, Ta- you know, housewife Tamara, she was, like, barely on the show, but she has a podcast with Teddy Mellencamp that's really popular. And she did like a spinoff of it, Talking Traders. Okay. And she has Janelle on as a co-host every week. So I listen to it every week because, you know, I love Janelle. And this week they had Ek and Sue on. And it was right during their press day that they did in New York this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, And they brought most of the people to New York. Not everyone went. Tamara couldn't go. Uh, I think they said Max couldn't make it because his wife is pregnant and they just had a baby or something and she's pregnant again. I don't know. They just said Max was busy with like kid stuff. Um, so certain people didn't go, but like most of the people went and Ekin suit was like, you guys see CT is so weird. He was so cold. He like, wasn't very nice. He wasn't anything like how he was in the castle. Like he wasn't really talking to anyone. And Janelle's like, yeah, I asked Trishel if I could have CT's number. Because I guess she, she kind of just stays in contact with people she does shows with. Maybe, like, because she's doing some promotional stuff, too. They're, like, doing a trader's cruise, and she's going on that. So, I don't know. Maybe she wanted to, like, work with him on opportunities. I have no idea what she wanted his number for. But Trishel told her, listen, CT won't let me give my number out. And then Tamara was, like, CT was, like, really weird and cold. He doesn't follow a lot of people on social media from the show. So, they all kind of talked about how CT is not wasn't nice outside of the game. Interesting. It's and Eki brought it up. She was the one who kind of brought it up. 
it's very interesting that he's different outside of the game since he seems to be playing, like you said, such a great social game inside of the game. I know. But apparently he's just turning it on for the game because he was not nice to them on the press day. And if you look at the pictures of who was hanging out after, he's not he didn't hang out with them after. Like Johnny Bananas went out, Janelle, Dan, Sue, Parvati, Sandra, all hanging out, Bergy. He was not in any of the pictures. Weird. So I don't know. He I, maybe he had a who knows? Maybe he had a bad day. I don't know. But they all talked about how he's very weird and cold off the show. Interesting. Speaking of cold, that was another one of my quotes. Phaedra says, "But you gotta stop acting like an ice princess. You gotta stop doing that. You give off Mean Girls a little bit." Yep. <laughs> And then Parvi's like, what do I do? And Paige's like, I don't know, but you're going to have to be more lovable. <laughs> I Yeah, that was that was great. I, I, I like that, you know, and she is trying to give her advice. It's not like she's just like trying to get her traitor out, you know, her fellow traitor out and be like the only one at the end, at least at this point anyway. Um, so I thought that was that was good. That was interesting. Yep. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also with CT and Trishel and the torches, Trishel had a quote. She said, I don't know whether to scream or cry or to burn CT on fire. <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt really bad for her. Uh because you could tell she took it really personally. <sighs> I felt bad. Then my last quote. Harvardy, she says, today I've got my predatory headband on and I'm coming for that bachelor. She was really funny. I know I gave her LVP. That's because I just think everyone's on to her. But she was so funny in this episode. It was the first time I liked her. She had a confessional where she just said, I can't wait to kill him. Like she this is like she was so funny to me in this episode. Did you um, have any other quotes? I liked when they had the question about the sign in the kitchen and Trishel said, I prefer the bar. Like basically, I don't know what's going on in the kitchen. I prefer the bar. Um, And then there was like the, the moment of CT and Trishel kind of confront, kind of trying to make up at the end and CT, I don't know what CT said, but Trishel basically said to him, I don't think you care either way. Basically like he doesn't feel bad it doesn't matter to him and she i think she just had the realization where she thought they were like forming a friendship she that's she kind of realized this is not going to be a friendship for him i think it was like an eye-opening moment Mm -hmm. i agree with that yeah and especially you know with with like you said about how he was towards cast members like maybe i don't know trishelle is smart she's figuring out who all the traitors are um i think this was her figuring out um where she stands with CT as well. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any final thoughts about this episode of The Traitors before we move on to Vanderpump? No, but nothing happened. I need a murder or a banishment. Nothing happened. Yeah. I agree. I got deflated watching it. It was the first episode I did not like. Well, I was glad that Peter didn't leave because I thought that um, that too was going to get uh, sent home. So I was okay with no murder happening um, and everybody that was safe being safe besides, of course, Trishel. So 
I um, wish Abby was here for this because I think she hates Peter's pals. So it would have been good to get her opinion. <laughs> you know what? Is Abby sleeping? <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. I bet she fell asleep. Oh, well, um, she can't trash Peter. So, oh, well, move on. Yep. For this for this episode, everybody's team Peter. Yep. We uh, voted. <laughs> yes. <gasps> okay, so Vanderpump Rules. Um, it was hard for me to name an MVP this episode. Everybody, I feel like, has become so kind of unlikable. Um, I gave my MVP to Sandoval's assistant. Um, I think she it's just hilarious how she goes back and forth between the two. And I also think it's hilarious that she quit a week before the premiere. Um, perfect timing on her end. So I gave her my MVP. And then I gave an MVP honorable mention to Allie. Um, I think she came off as the most likable cast member this episode. Um, I like that she did the little greeting for Schwartz and, uh, how she really talked about, um, Schwartz in that moment. And then also at the end when, um, or towards the end when James is like peeing on the bush and she's like, uh, that's Ariana's bush too. And I don't know. I just, I really liked Allie this episode. Yeah. I think she's the MVP of the season so far, I think. She's, like, the voice of reason, I think. She's so, like, cool, calm, and collected. Like, yeah. I, she just seems, yeah, really great. Yeah, she's the she's the only one um, with any sense right now, I think. Uh, Katie's okay sometimes, too. But Allie's kind of, like, out of it, so I think she sees things more clearly. I think everything she says, she's very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Like how she's like, I'm not going in that party. Like I don't, I don't like. Why would I want to go in that party? Like, very, it's just very thoughtful and intentional with her actions. So I appreciate that. And like, also like supportive of James. And like, oh, I I understand why you want to do this, but like, not gonna be me type of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And then I also want to give James credit because he tried to go into the party and, you know, talk about how he was feeling about things, but. Sandoval was not going to let him do it. So. Yeah, I know. Seriously. And like how he brings up stuff that like literally they have footage of 10 years ago. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, that totally embarrassing for Sandoval. Ugh. so Sandoval has my LVP. I've been I'm so excited. I can finally give it to him this episode. Yay. I gave mine. I have a tie. Brock and Sandoval is my tie. I thought Brock was just disgusting. I gave Brock an LVP honorable mention. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty, like, un- not understanding of of um Sheena and her mental health and the way that when, like, he's, like, talking about, like, wanting a nanny or a babysitter or whatever and with um the way that he talks about, like, being disappointed about, like, Sheena's mom not being able to, like, lift the baby because i mean just uh no it's impacting him going out at night like what the fuck i don't know about this guy like he seems like he's just a hanger on what is he doing besides being sheena's podcast partner sheena's plus one like what are you doing sir yeah i know i think he, i mean he has that like gym thing i think but haven't heard a peep about that this season. I don't know if that's like a thing, yeah. 
I don't know. So I I kind of find them disgusting. So um yeah, I agree completely. But then again, I think this whole babysitter plot is a scam because if you see in the preview, the babysitter's the one who makes out with Schwartz and Katie. Oh, really? Yeah, I think this whole thing, it seems that season's giving me like contrived and forced, even like Anne, Tom's assistant. I'm like, is this, did they hire her to do this? Like, just for the show? I like it's a lot of it seems forced to me. Interesting. About, I did not realize that that was the nanny was the same person that was making out with them at all. Yeah. Yes, it is. Hmm. Well, I guess it makes sense, like, how they would meet and then because of Sheena, but weird. Very weird. Very weird. So, I did give Sandoval one of my quotes. Oh, okay. He said, and it's not really, like, because I, like, loved the quote. I just think it's kind of funny. But he said, I got a noise machine because... When the scandal was at its peak and things were being overheard by Ariana and her friends. And I just, I thought it was funny that he's like so paranoid that he got like literally went to the extent of getting a noise machine. Yep. Very, very paranoid. Very paranoid. Um, And then on the other side, I gave Ariana a quote. She says, I'm not just going to pack up all my clothes and hitchhike down the road because Tom offered me a measly sum of money. The fact of the matter is he broke the home. He fucked all this up. He doesn't get to do that. And then I don't know, keep it. I, a lot of people do not like what she's doing, but I have no problem with it. Okay. I'm not like for or against it. I can see both sides, but I also think that, um, Yeah, I can see both sides. I have no problem whatsoever. Like, why does she, like, why is the conversation she should move out? Why is the conversation what she should do? It's not, I, it, for me anyways, it's not that she should move out or she shouldn't move out. It's that, like, he wants to stay. So yeah. since she doesn't want either of them to live there. Like, she doesn't want to live there anyways. So, like, yeah. leave. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't mind. Make his life hard. Go ahead. Cause I don't think he has like, he's not gonna be able to get another house right now. So. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's, and for me, it's like, okay, well, I mean, even if he, he, she did get all this money, like, and she would be able to live somewhere. Um, it is like the, the he factor of it because he would be giving up. Cause I think that he offered her more than, um, he offered her like quite a bit of money. Yeah, but where is he getting all this money? Didn't he borrow money for his from his mom to open his restaurant? Did he pay his mom back yet? Where is he getting all this money from? That's true. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't buy it. And it's I don't know. It's I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it that he can even afford to do that. So yeah, that might be that might be true. That might be true. Um, but, but even if he can't afford to do it, I don't fault her one bit for saying, you know no, what, I'm not make his life easy either. He yeah. didn't make my life easy. Why would I make his life easy? Nope. I don't fault her one bit for that. So I see Lala's side of it and like, why can't he have the party? It is his house. Like he should be able to stay there. If you don't want to live there, like what's the big deal? 
I do get Lala's side of it um, when she is bringing up these, like, logical things. But at the same time, I, like, totally, that's why I say I see both sides of it. Because it's, like, I'm totally, like, okay, yeah, like, be petty if you want to be petty. Yeah, you're right. Um, I kind of mentioned this earlier with the birth chart thing, but I did have the the quote for that. Ali says, um, and I actually put like a star by this. So this was like my quote, my my favorite quote of the episode. She says, I was really <laughs> interested in doing Schwartz birth chart because I just, I mean, to put it nicely, I feel like he could use a little direction. I love that too. That was awesome. That was awesome. Did you okay. have... My quote was, Tom's party is like a who's who. Like, who the fuck are you, people? Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I thought when he was, like, saying, like, I do have friends. And he was, like, cheersing at the very beginning. I was like, who the fuck? Like, I don't know who any of these people are. The one thing that intrigued me, and, like, I would rather hear more about this than the fake shit they're trying to push down our throats. The guy who came up to James and was like, Katie won't even talk to me anymore. She, Katie pushed me out of the front group. Sir, who are you? And it's what do you like, mean? He was like a manager. Oh, okay. I want to know. I want to know about that. That's what piqued my interest. Yeah. Yeah. Like under his like little name in the um, bottom third or whatever, it said that he was, he was a manager. I think it's sir. Maybe, maybe at Tom, Tom. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but he he said Katie pushed me out of the friend group. I'm like, when were you in the friend group? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Let's get details on this. Yeah, that was funny. I I totally agree with that that quote for sure. That's hilarious. Yeah, that guy that James is really funny. Um. Okay. So, do you have any final thoughts on Vanderpump before I touch on Bachelor just a little bit? Mm, no I don't think so I don't think so I forget what's in the preview for next week oh I liked emo night I remember when it happened live on social media I was watching a lot of clips from it nice how long ago was that oh I don't know a while ago gotcha okay um okay so this week on the bachelor I gave my mvp to kelsey a um I gave it to kelsey because I just thought on the group date, she came off really well and as someone that he really likes. So I think that the next person that I have eliminated, um, I might switch for Kelsey A. um, Because she just seems very well put together. And um, it was like a talent show, like pageant date thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that she came off really well. Um, I gave an MVP. Did I Kelsey A? I don't have, I'm looking at my team. I don't have Kelsey A in my team. Maybe I should switch for Kelsey A. Yeah, I mean, she got, I think she got the group day rose. Let me double check this. I had a girl, Marlena, who got eliminated, so I could swap. I think that she would be a good one. Who else is on your team? Uh, Lexi, Maria, Leah, Jess, and Daisy. Okay, I think you have a really good team, actually. Um, but since you had somebody eliminated, yeah, I think that that would be a decent person. Okay, I may ask you to do that for me then. You can do it yourself now. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm going to do that. I see swap player. 
Um, okay, so I give an honorable mention to Maria. Um, she is in a lot of drama, and I think that she's handling herself really well um, because she's trying, like, what's happening, I feel like, is that the other girls in the house are trying to paint her as the villain, and she is not the villain. She's just, like, this, like, outspoken person. So, um, I don't know. I feel like she is coming off really well as far as, like, defending herself and not really... I mean, like, yeah, she's, like, confronting the girls that are, are coming at her, um, but she's not doing it in a way that's, like, off-putting, and I feel like she's coming off really good, um, given the situation, which usually doesn't happen um, with the villain on edit, and because of that, I gave my LVP to Sydney for, like, really going after Maria for this, because this is so stupid. It literally, okay, so, Michelle, what happened is that um this girl Medina she's the oldest girl she's 31 and she is feeling insecure about the fact that there's like all these 23 year olds 24 year olds on the show and so she's just like I don't know and and Maria kind of said like um like oh like girl it's it's fine like I'm older too I think that Joey will actually like that I don't think that um, it's a bad thing at all that we're older because she's 29. So um, Sydney is trying to paint it like Maria was like um, invalidating uh, Medina's feelings and was being really rude and talking badly about how um, Medina like just like needs to get over it basically, which is like not really how it happened at all. Sydney's just like causing drama out of nowhere. So, um, yeah, her plan definitely backfired on her, and she is my LVP for sure this episode. Oh, okay. And then um, Jen, I gave an MVP honorable mention to. She had the one-on-one day, and I think that it just went really well for her. Um, she had a quote. She might only quote this episode. It said uh, it was... Um, they were toasting and she says gotta look me in the eye seven years of bad sex if you don't i didn't know that that was a thing so um yeah give it my quote (laughs) that's good and then my best dress i gave to medina her rose ceremony dress it was this like red sparkly um dress that had uh a slit over the chest um diagonally but i felt like she pulled it off really well. She looked really elegant. Um, and yeah, I just, I think that it it looked great on her. So she got my best dressed. Um, the golden bachelor ladies did one of the group dates this episode and it was the Askin women. And I know that there's like a little bit of drama between them. Um, now in present time, there wasn't when this was filmed. So that has been kind of interesting to follow on social media. Um, I guess April doesn't really talk to the rest of the women anymore um, because she couldn't go on a trip with them. And um, what do you mean couldn't go on a trip? Was it invited on a trip? She was. She was invited. They were all supposed to go, and I think she kind of backed out last minute. And there oh. was like a lot of drama because she couldn't something with like her job or her work, or she didn't want to leave because of. 
Like there was like a reason and she just felt like the women weren't very understanding. So she just, um, isn't friends with them anymore. Oh. But I wonder if that will change if one of them becomes a golden bachelorette, because it is confirmed that next fall there will be a golden bachelorette. That's going to be uh, a lot of, I think that's going to be like the golden bachelor and get a lot of ratings. I think so too. Especially, I mean, I, I assume they'll choose one of these women. Um, maybe, maybe one of the people in that Gary didn't choose, like, you know, if in second or third place, Faith or Leslie, um, maybe it will be somebody, um, like April or Susan, who is a little more of a, I mean, no matter what, it's non-traditional, but a little more out there, a little more outspoken, a little more, um, spicy of a, of a bachelorette would be like April or Susan, um, I don't know. I mean, there's just like so many. Or Ellen. I, I loved Ellen so much. Oh my gosh. I would love to see Ellen. I think that would be my number one pick would be Ellen. But um, really, I mean, any of those those golden ladies would be just awesome. I'm excited for it. Um. So Joey's confronting all of the drama that's going on head on. And I think he's doing a really good job of navigating things, um, really listening to the women, talking to them, and um, getting to the bottom of who they are. And so I'm just overall really impressed with Joey. I think he's doing, again, like, I know we've said this before, like, best bachelor, but, like, really, truly, maybe best bachelor. Like, he's doing such a great job. Um, so I'm excited for, for the rest of the season and I'm excited to have a bachelor that I'm excited to root for like this. Cause it's been a while since that's happened. It seems like he's a good guy from what you guys have said. Yeah, he seems to be for sure. Um, okay. So do you have any final thoughts on any of these shows before we wrap up here? Um, no, I don't think so. I think um, I'm excited to see what happens on Traders this week. That's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Um, least excited for this three-part final, but um, hopefully we get an All-Stars promo soon and we'll have something else to look forward to. Also, season 40, I believe, leaves for filming in like a month. Um, so that will be fun to, um, hopefully get, you know, somewhat soon. Hopefully we can do a departure. Yes. One for that. Cause that's going to be big. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm, I really think that whether it be like if they bring in mercenaries or whatever, I think we're going to get a cast of 40 people. I don't think it'll be 40 people in the house. I think it might be like 32 or something like a big cast. But then we'll get like eight mercenaries. I think we see 40 people this season. That's what I think. Okay. Exciting. We'll see. We will see. But I am excited for the Super Bowl. We're, we are recording this on Sunday. Um, so I'm going to go finish getting ready for that. I know Michelle said she's excited for Usher. I am too. Um, for me, I've been a Chiefs fan for forever. So... Let's go, Chiefs. We'll bring this one home. I can't believe I'm saying that two years in a row. I would have never, ever thought that 
the Chiefs would be, uh, man, in their dynasty. But here we are. Hopefully they win. If they don't, then, I mean, hey, we made it to another Super Bowl, and that is impressive in itself as far as I'm concerned. Um, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you soon.